wait is over. Godzilla is here. Stern Pinball, Keith Elwin, Zombie Eddie's Godzilla. I'm going to give you my first impressions. I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to tell you how I feel about the launch, how I feel about the game, and all of the different things that went through my head when I saw this machine today. And it's been a long day. And I'm tired. And I've been up since very early giving you guys Facebook Live for two hours. I've been giving you guys the video. I've been chatting with all of you throughout the day about your opinions on Godzilla. And my, are there many, many opinions about this game. But I want to tell you how I feel. Now, each and every one of us will have a different opinion when we see a pinball machine for the first time. I want to start out by saying that it is always a very exciting day when we get a new pinball machine in the world. There are not that many people on the planet who care about these moments, but you do and I do, and there are thousands of people like us who really value this stuff. I do want to say thank you to the team at Stern that actually made this day happen because these people have been working hard on this game for an entire year, and we get to criticize it or praise it within a few seconds. Think about how traumatic that is. Think about the anxiety associated with that. Keith Elwin and Zombie Eddie and the Stern team have been working on this for a year. They pull the curtain off it and we get, you know, the typical Stern release video, which are still horrible. I'm going to talk about that. I think Stern needs to do a much better job showing us these games for the first time because when we see them, our first impression is forged by these videos that wash all the colors out and they don't do anything to get you excited. And we also can't go back and forget that Jersey Jack Pinball gave us the greatest launch ever with Guns N' Roses. The Guns N' Roses launch video and the excitement around that game and how they dropped that game on the world is still so many levels above what Stern does with their launches. And I think now that Stern is charging us over $10,000, we're going to talk about the price but a pro is now $67.99. A premium is now what, like $88.99 or $89.99? And the LE is a whopping $10,500. Now, if you bought it on the Stern Shop site with taxes and shipping, a Stern pinball machine without a topper, without a new shooter rod, a Stern pinball machine is now with tax and shipping $11,000 thousand five hundred and fifty seven dollars and the sticker shock matters i think that a lot of us now that these machines are costing this much you can't fault people for having higher expectations not just of the game itself but how stern reveals the game to the world and they're still revealing these games as if these things cost four thousand dollars and they need to wake up a little bit because the marketing department is letting down the design department Zombie Eddie and Keith Elwin worked so hard on this game, they deserve to have it be shown to the world in a much better way than this. But Stern's piss poor marketing aside, there's still that moment when you see a game for the first time. And I want to start there. How did this game make me feel when I saw it for the first time? Did it blow me away? Did it knock me back? Did it blow my socks off that I don't wear? I want to say that when I saw this for the first time, the first thing that went through my head was, wow, this game is pretty packed. Like, there's a lot of mechs in this game. There is more going on in this game than almost two or three Stern machines combined. 
I was really happy to see a lot of mechanical stuff happening in Godzilla and all of the things that I rumored to be in this game are in the game. The multi-level building, the bridge that collapses, all the fun wire forms, the rotating target, the single pop bumper, the three flippers. This game has a lot to shoot. It's got a lot going on. And that was the other thing. I saw all the mechs and I got excited. The first thing I said was, this thing looks like a blast to flip. And then obviously the next thing is the artwork. And I was like, wow, this game is very, very colorful. And I knew right away, I knew right away when I saw the artwork, I knew that this would be the topic of conversation. Like nobody debates whether or not Elwin games shoot good. Nobody really cares if there's that many mechs in Stern Machines because you've been buying Stern Machines every single year without many mechs in it. It's like we're not even used to judging Stern mechs because we never get that many WoW mechs from a Stern Machine. And because we're not seeing any gameplay, we then go to the artwork. Now, what do I think about Zombie Yeti's artwork in Godzilla on these three different models? I'm looking at the Ellie right now. And I'm looking over it. My thoughts right now are the same they were when I first saw this thing. Wow, that's colorful. It is a very, very colorful interpretation of Godzilla. Now, I knew that this would drive some people crazy because if you love classic Godzilla and you love the look and feel of classic Godzilla, it's a lot darker. There's a lot more gray. Like Godzilla himself is a major topic of conversation because in the movies themselves, Godzilla is more of a charcoal gray. Now, on some of the original movie posters, he's green. Now, here, he's very bright green. I heard some people say that Godzilla looks like a watermelon or a cucumber. I started laughing out loud because I can see it. I can see it. I can see why people would say he looks a little smooth and vegetable-like. And then I look at the scope of Godzilla in the upper left, and once again, you know, here we go with a sculpt that does nothing that just sits there, and I started to realize that this is what's gonna happen. People are gonna start to nitpick, and people are gonna start to complain. And I also said to myself, this thing is gonna sell out, and it's gonna sell out in day one. It is sold out. Now, there might be distributors that have them, but the ones that have them for sale, I'm hearing, are charging more than the $10,500. But what everyone needs to realize is this is a Stern machine. This is not a Jersey Jack machine. This is not a Chicago gaming company machine. This is a Stern machine. And every Stern machine, every time we get super excited and super hyped for a Stern machine, for the most part, for the most part, Stern machines never fully blow you away on day one. They never fully do. But I think when I look at this game and I see everything in it and I see how colorful it is and I see how fun it looks and I see all the cool stuff they packed into this pinball machine, I don't know how you walk away from Godzilla not excited. I really don't. I really don't. I like what Zombie Yeti did with this art package. I understand that people are going to say it looks too much like Avengers and Ninja Turtles and that's not Godzilla. I also think people are wrong when they say that's not Godzilla. This was never going to be a Christopher Franchi-like game in which he took assets or artwork from the original Godzilla universe and enhanced them and made them look really sexy. Like, Munsters looks amazing. I think some people thought it was going to be that more like throwback using the original Godzilla 
Godzilla artwork, Zombietti likes to take on challenges where he creates his version of something. And he has definitely done that with this Godzilla. Now, I also think when you see this game in person, it's going to look stunning. And I know, I know that sounds like a cop-out, right? Well, you have to see it in person. Like, shouldn't it be stunning by just looking at pictures? But there's so much going on here. There's so much going on from an artistic standpoint and so much going on from a mechanical standpoint. I do think it's a lot to take in. And that was another thing that I felt, right? When you look at this game, when you look at this game, you could say to yourself, it's pretty busy. Like, is it almost a little too busy? Did they try to overdo it? Did they overbake it? Did they put too much into this machine and it almost becomes difficult to appreciate it all? And I will say there's some validity to that. I think when you're making a pinball machine and you're designing the layout and the artwork and you're thinking about what to put where, there has to be a point where you say, we can't do too much. We can't make it too confusing on the eye. If we overload it with stuff, it almost detracts from what we're going for. But there is no confusing when you walk up to this pinball machine that this is a Godzilla pinball machine and almost every single thing you would want from the Godzilla universe is reflected in this game. So personally, personally, I like the art package. I wish it was a little bit simpler. I think there's a lot going on. I don't think it's Yeti's best. I would still put Ghostbusters above this. I think there's just something about the cohesiveness and the simplicity to the layout of the Ghostbusters game that works so damn well. It's almost like Ghostbusters, when you look at it, it still has a lot of hints of Magic Girl in it. It does. The way the smoke is, the way the game looks, it looks so beautiful. And I think Godzilla is just a lot busier and it's harder to absorb it all. And I think that's what's detracting away from some people's ability to enjoy it. Now, I haven't stood over the machine. And I do feel like when you stand over this machine, it is going to look very, very cool and very, very fun. What about the cabinet artwork? It looks cool. The pro and premium, what's interesting is that each side is the same. So you're not getting a different image. On the LE, you are gonna get a different image on each side. And the LE's got Mecha Godzilla versus Godzilla. And the LE looks great, but, and there's a but here, I'm not sold on this armor. There's something about this silver armor that just doesn't translate well through the pictures. And you've got this colorful, colorful game. And then you've got the most dull color on the planet imaginable as the armor. Gray is really dull. And I know it's supposed to reflect like Mecha Godzilla, but look at the Mecha Godzilla in the image. Look at the Mecha Godzilla in the artwork. And his armor and his metal is much darker. And I think this game would look so much better if the armor color was the same color as the Mecha Godzilla in the artwork. Now, I know what they did. They made this armor the same color as the Mecha Godzilla toy under the glass. But that's where I think it's throwing everybody off is aesthetically. And I mean, this aesthetically, it just doesn't connect with the artwork. It's overlapping. And so I think I think when people look at the LE, that's what's jumping out, because when we see the LE, the major difference in the LE other than the artwork is always the armor. And so we really want that armor to complement the art package more than reflect something on the play field. It's the reason why the Slimer all green package looks so good. Normally when I see an LE, 
I want to look at it and say, there is nothing I would change. There is nothing I would make different. But I don't know about this armor selection. When I saw the purple armor on Guns N' Roses Collector's Edition, it was perfect. When I saw the sparkled black on Batman 66, it was perfect. This just doesn't connect as much as I'd like it to. I think it would be better if it were darker. What I like about Godzilla and what I appreciate about this game is they're trying new things. That's why people love Keith Elwin. That's what we need more of in pinball, like the Magna Grab. Have you seen this thing, this Newton ball that's capable of catching the pinball and sending it in five different directions and sending it back to the left flipper? That thing is super freaking cool. It's got this motorized collapsing skyscraper bash toy, okay? You want a bash toy? It has it. It diverts the ball. It also works as a diverter. It lifts the ball up. It locks the ball on top of the roof building. This is what we want in pinball. We want mechs that interact with the ball that are super fun. And I absolutely love this world under glass. I mean, I'm looking at the photo right now of Godzilla standing behind the bridge, this tall building that lifts up, this Mecha Godzilla. I mean, Stern normally, they normally would have stopped at just the Mecha Godzilla mech. I mean, think about it. This is more, just the Mecha Godzilla mech alone, that's more than you got in all of Led Zeppelin LE. And that's not even the major mech in this game. There are three major mechs in this game that are all super freaking cool. And there's stuff on top of that. So how can you be disappointed by what they packed into this game? Now, this definitely looks like a world under glass. And if we're going to say we want to see a world under glass and we want to celebrate pinball companies that give us a world under glass, I think you have to look at Godzilla and say, that's a really cool world under glass. There's one big missed creative opportunity for me that I just can't believe they didn't incorporate into the game. Whenever you integrate a theme into pinball, I always think you should take the theme and you should ask yourself, what's the main thing that this theme is known for? And if it's a game like Godzilla, I think you would ask yourself, what's the main thing Godzilla is known for? Besides stomping on things and knocking down buildings, which they have in this, he is famous. He's famous for his like gamma ray shooting, like fire breath beam, whatever you call the thing. That's what he's famous for, the scream. And then he lights you up with that like gamma ray beam. Now he is standing right behind this bridge in this game. And you're telling me, that Stern Pinball couldn't put an LED or something inside his mouth that opened up and actually destroyed the bridge. Like, why isn't that in this game? That would have been such a great pinball moment to have Godzilla roar and this blue beam comes out of his mouth and destroys the bridge. You see what I'm saying? I, we need to get Joe Abadi on this because he's fixing Mandalorian. But once again, we have a static figure in the upper left corner of a Stern pinball machine that does nothing. Stern, listen to me right now. You need to stop putting static dolls in your games that do nothing. It's becoming embarrassing. We are now two for two in which the two most popular characters in the two recent games, Grogu and Godzilla, are both there in the upper left and they're doing nothing. What is this, some like penalty box turn where you put the main characters up there? You're not allowed to move. You're not allowed to do anything. You can't interact with the ball. You're just supposed to sit there and draw people into the game. Very lazy stuff. I'm looking at the, the 3D sculpt of Godzilla right now. 
And that is a real weak part of this game. It just doesn't really look like Godzilla. Where are the big scales on his back? They look so understated. And that was the other part too about the main Godzilla image on the lower part of the playfield. It's like a weird angle of Godzilla. You can't see the big spikes on his back, which he's so famous for. That's why I think, you know, I could see people saying like the Godzilla I know and love isn't jumping out at me right now. Here's my takeaway. I think this game looks great. I think it's a great effort from Stern Pinball. Is it the greatest Stern Pinball machine in the last five years? I don't think so. I just think there's a lot going on in this game. And I think because of that, it's not as easy to see something as simple as the Elvira house or the T-Rex. I'm trying to think of other mechs that really wowed us. There's just not that singular thing to focus on and get excited about. There's just a lot going on. And I think sometimes when there's a lot going on, it's harder. It is. It's harder to sort of get excited about it all because you haven't seen how it all works together. The other thing we haven't seen anything of is how they've integrated the Godzilla movies into this pinball machine. There are clips from 10 movies in this game, all right? There's like the Blue Oyster Cult song in this game. We've seen nothing of gameplay. So I heard when you see the video of how this game works with it all going together, you're absolutely gonna be blown away. The other thing I reacted to today, and I think this has a lot to do with everyone's first impressions of these Stern machines, is the price increase, right? It's now really expensive to buy these Stern machines. We're talking $68.99 for a pro, $89.99 for a premium, and $10,500 or $499 for an LE machine. Now, if you bought this machine on Stern's website, on the Stern shop, with taxes and shipping, a Stern LE without a topper, without any shooter rods or any additional accessories, is $11,557, almost $12,000. And that's the problem lately with these Stern machines. The prices are now insane. Stern Pinball for $10,500 charges you for a game that only has 13 RGB controlled LEDs. Let me repeat that. You get 13 fully controlled RGB LEDs, 13. This game is more money, it is more money, or the exact same price as Guns N' Roses Limited Edition. Guess how many fully controlled RGB LEDs there are in Guns N' Roses? 350 plus fully controlled RGB LEDs. If you put a Guns N' Roses LE next to this game, it's still a joke, people. There is still no way that this game should be the same price as a Guns N' Roses machine. I don't care what you say about the playfield quality, stop that. When you look at what JJP is putting into their games, it justifies the price. When you look at what Stern is putting into their machines, it doesn't justify the price. The stuff is still not fully sculpted. There's still a lot of plastic. There's not a lot of lights in the game. There's not nearly the level of craftsmanship in a Stern machine as a Jersey Jack machine. And now they cost the exact same price. 1,000 LEs of Godzilla, 1,002. They raise the price and they raise the number of games they're gonna make, which cuts the special nature of the LE in half because you've got twice as many now. That was my final feeling of the day is when you walk away and you just dropped 11 plus thousand dollars on a Stern LE, it just doesn't make you feel great. 
And that's how I felt. That's how I felt seeing the price of this game is I just wouldn't feel great spending this much money and getting this. And I understand the secondhand market and people are paying bonkers prices for things. But as I've said before, that money's not going into the game. This stuff just does not look like stuff that's worth more than $10,000. I'm sorry. And that's how I feel. And it's nothing against Zombietti and Keith Elwin. They didn't set the price. Now, there was clearly more bomb put into this game than Led Zeppelin. Absolutely more was put into it. But I still, for this much money, for these games costing this much money, we're at the point now where, where two stern LEs are going to cost $24,000. You have to make fifty grand before taxes to buy two stern LE machines. We can't look at these machines anymore the way we used to. It's just there's no way around it. There's th These things are now so much money, and I have to compare them to the other games in the marketplace and what those games give me for that much money. But none of this really matters. That's just my feelings on it, but none of it matters because the game is sold out. There are way more people that want these games, and because Stern Pinball will make all these LEs before Christmas, I think it doesn't matter because they're going to be able to get you the product. And everybody who wants a new inbox pinball machine is addicted to getting a new inbox pinball machine. And only Stern Pinball will deliver you a game in a timely manner. But the pinball world, and I'm going to be completely honest, and this is going to go away from just my first impressions of Godzilla, is I'm just a little bit tired. I'm tired that we are now at a point in pinball where if I want the best from Stern, it's almost $12,000. If I want the best from Jersey Jack Pinball, you know, if I don't get it on day one, it's going to be fifteen dollars or $20,000. I'm tired that a fully featured spooky game is $10,000. This hobby has become so expensive that our expectations should be super high. And I just don't believe deep down inside in Canada's gut that these games are delivering at these price points. I don't. I don't see the craftsmanship and I don't see the detail going into these games once we start getting $10,000 and above. I don't. And I know the reason why the games are this way and I know the community has created this frenzy. That's how I feel. I just feel like a little bit burnt out. I just feel like for this much money, I do want to be blown away. I don't want to nitpick anything. I don't want there to be anything to complain about. And when I see these games and I do see a lot of things that maybe could have been different or people want to be different, when a game starts to become divisive, like then I, I walk away feeling like, well, maybe they didn't nail it. Like nobody really walked away from Big Lebowski saying, oh, I would have changed this and that. Nobody said that. Nobody walked away from Guns N' Roses saying, I would have done this and that differently. Nobody said that. So I would say that this game, because a lot of people are walking away saying, I would have changed this, I would have liked this differently. I would say that this game still has some work to do to win people over. I don't think this is a day one, oh my God, yes, it's absolutely you know the second coming of pinball and you did it. No, it didn't hit like that. It didn't. It's definitely an awesome game from Stern. It's definitely a super fun, colorful game from Stern Pinball. Is it the game that's going to change everything? I don't think so. Is it going to be amazing to play? We don't know yet, but I assume it's going to be because Elwin knows how to make games that play well. 
So that's my take. I'm totally exhausted. I'm, and here's the thing. I might change my mind on all of this tomorrow. And this is what we do with first impressions. We are going to go through mental roller coaster ride on whether or not we love this game or hate this game. We think it's beautiful. We think the art sucks. We think the shots are great. We think the shots are horrible. We think these mechs are cheap. We think these mechs are amazing. You know that. You're feeling that. Everyone goes through that. At the end of the day, everyone will be sold out. Getting an LE will not be easy. And this has been Canada's Pinball Podcast, episode 614, First Impressions of Godzilla. Have a good night. Yeah, you think I'm crazy.